What is going on, guys? Welcome back to, I was going to say Uncensored Finance. Welcome back to Not Financial Advice. This is episode 18, and it is just Koopy and I today. Yeah. Oh, I sorry. I'm joined by my fellow host, Koopy J. Calder. Yeah. And um, today is episode 18. Like I said, Terrence, Toby is not here because he is out of town. I think a hand was out of frame, but yeah. Oh, whoopsie. Anyway, uh, he's not here. And so, it's just Cooper and I today. And it should be fun. And I hope there's not any background noise in the background. <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond got turned into a meme stock. And uh, it's quite interesting. Very similar thing that happened to GameStop and like uh, like BlackBerry and Nokia. What was uh, like Nokia. Nokia, Nokia, whatever. Uh, same thing happened uh, very recently. So basically, uh, Wall Street bets kind of, <laughs> yeah. in a sense, pumped uh, Bed Bath and Beyond. If if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like a bed and bath company. They just sell like towels and shit. And anyway, uh, basically, ooh, the cham the chairman of uh, GameStop was like, guys, I bought ten percent of Bed Bath and Beyond in like call. I think it's call options. Uh, yes, and basically that got released. And everyone and like everywhere was just like, oh, guys, let's pump, let's pump the stock because uh, <laughs> they seem to want to do that all the time. Yeah. And then from its July low, it pumped 400%. But within like this past week, it went up 70% and then dropped a lot because that's what usually happens with meme stocks. And basically, uh, yeah, everyone lost their shit. Everyone was like, let's buy this up, even though it's not a very smart... Uh, <laughs> investment but and now ryan cohen the guy who you know the chairman of gamestop and the guy who bought 10 percent, he exited his position at the peak and it dropped 50 percent after that like that's kind of that's how it dropped it dropped 50 percent. now the sec is uh on his on his balls trying to take his money because that is not good because it's illegal yeah yeah um all right fair enough and um no it's it's, it's very interesting how like like certain individuals in the, I don't know, whole investment space have so much control over the market, like being able to sway it. Like Elon Musk. Well, it's not just like that space. It's just like really anyone with, um, like, you know, any any respect that's like well known. Mm. Like Kanye could be like, oh yeah, I'm doing whatever it is, and then like I'm buying whatever stock, and then people would be like, oh yeah, I should buy it too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, like, especially, like, with Elon Musk and, like, this is, this is like, what it kind of reminds you of, like, Elon Musk and Dogecoin. Mm. It's just, like, oh, guys, we <laughs> buy a Tesla with Dogecoin and everyone just bought up. Yeah. But it's not really a safe investment. So, I think that can be risky for, like, some amount of investors yeah. who <laughs> don't really know what they're doing. But, um, yeah, very interesting. And now trading has been halted for uh, Bed Bath & Beyond on most platforms. So, uh, sucks to suck, I guess. And yeah, they're kind of, yeah, probably leading to bankrupt. What's your topic, Cooper? Um, well, uh, one of the Ethereum test nets moved to proof of stake. Um, oh shit, really? Yeah. So it doesn't mean anything to most people, but it was, uh, the Robston test net. Um, and it was without any major issues. In like the real world, right? I'd say the vast majority of purchases that anyone makes is under a hundred dollars, right? Mm. But if you try to make a purchase with Ethereum that's under a hundred dollars, you're gonna pay shitloads of gas. So yeah. it's like not really viable unless you know you you're making a big purchase. But when it's with proof of stake and there's a lot less like gas fees, mm. like if any, 
um, then it actually makes it like a viable option, like to in invest world. smaller amounts. Yeah, to to invest smaller amounts and to actually use, mm. like, say it's like, oh, I want to buy whatever it is. Like, I want to buy a game with it, for instance. It's like it would actually be like, you know, reasonable to spend that much mm. because it's, you're not, you're not basically you're not spending like double the amount just for gas. Yeah, and that's um, because uh, proof of stake. I, I'm not. We've kind of talked about this in uh, like. But now they've actually done yeah. it. So they um proof of stake is basically like a lot cleaner, like environmentally, and it's a lot cheaper to run. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I think that's a very good sign for for Ethereum because they they kind of delayed like this whole like uh like Ethereum 2.0. And well, the whole I merge. think it was meant to be later. It yeah, was meant to be like September or November. They, and it's not fully done. Yeah, they just, they yeah. um they initially said it was going to come out. I think like earlier, like 2022. But they've just been pushing it back, pushing it back, which I mean is not really a problem. Like you much yeah, rather you don't want to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, you much rather have like a product that's late, that's actually like good quality that works than yeah. something that's rushed and shit. So I I mean that's a very good sign for Ethereum, and uh I'm holding on to my Ethereum too. Yeah, I just so gotta get out Even of it. Even though it's down like twelve percent today, <laughs> I just gotta get out of all my shitty NFTs. Um, yeah, it's, it's literally down twelve percent in the day of recording, which is the nineteenth to the twentieth. Really? It's, Why? Yeah, I don't know. It went from like 27 to 2400 or something. Is that AUD? Yeah. Uh, that is not good. Um, um, by yeah. the dip, guys. No. <laughs> uh, this is not... Oh, yeah. We, we have to start saying that. Anything we're saying is not legal advice. Is not yeah. financial advice. That's the name of the podcast. But it's also like... Seriously, yeah. don't invest on what we say because we are stupid and uh, we are just... Zero knowledge. Speak to yourself. I'm up 10% <laughs> in Ethereum. <laughs> and um, one thing I did want to talk about, I feel like everyone has kind of been like slightly suspecting this, but this is... Actually, no. Before we get into that, Cooper, what happened to your eyebrow? Um, I got into a fight. No. <laughs> um, I just need myself really hard. But that's not... It's not finance. It's not nothing to do with finance, is it? it? So. Wait, go on. I, I, want, I They, they're very interested. They're like, "Whoa, oh Cooper, you have stitches in your face. What's going on?" Which you can't even see from the camera. Yeah. Um. So I was doing like the most basic gymnastic activity. I did a forward roll down a foam foam wedge. Mm. Right. And I went a little bit too fast, and my knee hit my head very hard, and it started bleeding everywhere. And it was a big commotion. I feel like I should throw up like the photos of uh yeah they'll yeah, probably get, get they'll probably get like our account banned but don't 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 make it a clip because mm. it's a useless clip but yeah if, if anyone's watching we'll put a photo of that yeah a less gory one it, there was yeah. blood everywhere <laughs> it was yeah. it was quite funny though there was blood everywhere and his entire hilarious. like eyebrow was like open yeah and like <laughs> we're, I, I took him to like the like the sick bay. Yeah, and he, like we're kind of laying there, we're like taking photos. <laughs> yeah. Like we have a photo of him like that. Yeah, <laughs> and you can see his skull. I don't think you probably can see that it. is such no cat. no. When they when they took off the thing, you could like like away from the, like the fat and all the skin and stuff. You can see like that is such like cat. the red and the fat of your skull, which was very cool. Yeah, but onto my topic. Basically, very interesting. TikTok is kind of rivaling Google. And I mean, a lot of people think of TikTok as like, oh, you know, kids dancing and that's kind of the, it's not really the sentiment anymore, but now it's kind of turning into a search engine. Yeah. And they're kind of starting to rival Google because one, one thing that's very interesting, right, is like TikTok, like I see this a lot and even like I do this when people are like, oh, like where's a good cafe, like let's say in Sydney, like where's a good cafe in the CBD? You don't go to Google anymore. You go on TikTok. What? 
There was a because there was a study done very recently, and it was seventy percent of people when asked to like go to a like a local shop or something, they will go to TikTok and find the best spot there compared to just searching it up on Google. Really? And it's very interesting because I've never even thought to do that. Yeah, it's because like I feel like you could you could kind of seen this coming, but like let's say on like Instagram or something, when you put something in the search bar, it only comes up with like an account or like a relevant tag. Yeah. But on TikTok, it scans all the captions, all the accounts and everything. So if you put on like how to invest in the stock market, it's not going to come up with like some account, sto- some stock it. account. It'll come up with 30 videos of people on TikTok saying, here's how you invest in the stock market. Yeah. And I feel like it's a lot, people are going to use TikTok a lot more because it's more personable compared to just finding some random BuzzFeed article on Google. Like when you put it on TikTok, there's people's faces and people's accounts and it's more like people feel like more um, accountable for like what they've done yeah and they, like if you're fucking scamming people it's like like you say someone's like made a uh, a scam of whatever mm. um or like a fake website or whatever on google there's no accountability it's like oh, i don't feel bad mm. but if you're lying to people and you're showing your face and probably eventually your name it's like you feel a yeah. lot more like I don't want to lie to people and ruin my reputation mm. kind of thing. And I think it's it's kind of the same on the inverse. Uh, people are making like content, right? Mm. I, I, it's, it's very smart because TikTok is now on the stage where you can get organic traffic. Like, let's say for Instagram, if you want to actually build like an account, like a following, you either stick and post consistently for two years or you pay money. Yeah. But TikTok is still in that organic phase where you can put up a video and if it's actually good quality and people like it and comment and stuff, it'll actually get views. And so I think that kind of, it kind of worked hand in hand with the whole um, uh, search engine idea. It, it, that's kind of incentivizing uh, creators to, you know, talk about stuff and that kind of gets pushed, which like their video gets pushed, which, is, which kind of incentivizes them to post more. And it's kind of like an ever ever ending loop yeah. it's, very, it's very interesting but uh i kind of hope tiktok doesn't really go to that whole yeah pay to get views stage and i know this is like a really um like um talked about point but i don't really like the idea of a chinese company like ruling mm. i know like a lot of companies already are like you know primarily owned by like chinese mm. and this isn't a racist statement this is just based on like their government and like their how like the actual um, like I, I guess economy, but I was just gonna say government again, like yeah. uh, how their politics work and stuff. So it's just like I, you don't really want people like that ruling, like basically ruling your world. Mm. Like if they own apps like TikTok, you know, eventually, like and like even in Australia, you see Chinese companies like buying out, um, like, like big companies, yeah. like big cattle, um, stations, mm. like in the Northern Territory, like. I think there was a thing like they're buying roads in Victoria as well. Yeah. Um, and it's just like you don't really want to have a communist country buying into like a yeah. democracy. Yeah. It's like kind basically of... owning it. Mm. Um, it is It is very concerning. Yeah, oh, sorry. No, that's, that's it. I think um, like kind of on that topic, it was uh, kind of a big is- issue in like, uh, like Australia, if you're not really in Australia, you know, yeah. you probably won't really care. But um. Yo guys, this is Yusuf from the future. I'm just editing and I said 10% of China owns Australia. It's actually 2%. Uh, a lot of stuff has changed, but um, officially it is 2%. So don't be dumb. I think it was 10% of Australian land. Like all of Australia, we're yeah. a very big country. 10% of that land is owned by China. Yeah. And basically what will happen is like very wealthy Chinese families will come and just buy up shit tons of 
land mm. and essentially sell it back to the government. Because if yeah. the Chinese government is coming to Australia and being like, hey guys, we want to buy your land, it's like, uh, it's a bit, yeah. it's a bit suspicious. But it's like, but when it's just rich people, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's um, very interesting. And I, I even uh, like this was a while ago, but I, I kind of saw a post and it was like, I think it was in Darwin, an entire like harbor, like an entire bay was just owned by like several different Chinese companies yeah. that all had the same parent company. Yeah. And it was like all these like big uh like import and exporting like sites were just owned by like like Chinese government and it's it is a big concern but yeah. realistically I don't think that's like is not really going to be because it's like a problem. Like well, when you look at it from like the Chinese perspective, right? Like geographically mm. and politically. And this is really off topic, but it's like geographically really hard to invade Australia, like by force. Right? Yeah. Um, like you've got a big ocean to cross. We have tons, of, like not geographically speaking, but we have heaps of allies. Mm. We have a pretty good military. Yeah. Like it's just a massive pain in the ass. But if you just want to buy everything because you're rich, mm. like you know, a superpower, yeah, it's uh, like a lot easier. And considering mm. we're pretty much as big as the US, like. Um, in terms of like, sorry, the, yeah, just, no, no, sorry, yeah, uh, yeah, like as big as the US and like like actual size, it's like, you know, it, mm. it would be pretty easy to just buy it out. And considering we have so many natural resources, yeah, and just space, it's like, you know, it's pretty easy. Mm. Like, for, it would be pretty easy for them. It's just not what you want, yeah. Really. But I mean, there probably is something going on like off the side, because like I don't think the Australian government would really be like. Yeah, we'll we'll just let like <laughs> all these like Chinese uh like the Chinese government and Chinese families just buy up so much land. Mm. There probably is like something going on behind the scenes that like no one knows about because that's what you know usually happens. I mean, just to cut you off, there's a lot of corruption in our government as well though. So you yeah, never know. That is true. Like people would like say like the like uh, you know, um like the what are they named? Like the CEOs and stuff of oil companies. Mm. Um would you know, like if if they cared about you know, being less corrupt and like just cared about like the environment and stuff, they would shut the company down in a heartbeat. Yeah. But they don't. And it's the same as politics. It's mm. like people want money more than they want for like the future of their of their country. Their country. You know. <laughs> Sorry, my little brother is standing at the window. Smooshing his face. Smooshing into his, it. Oh, and now his friend is here. Ah, uh, smoosh your face too. Yeah. Right off. I don't think I don't think that's a problem. But it is still very interesting. Like all this, like kind of like um, geographical, like politic type thing. I'm like, I'm quite interested in it. Yeah. And um, I know like a very big YouTuber, like Jake Tran. Yeah. Uh, he kind of goes into like these like government conspiracy, like all this stuff, and it's very. In- I, I'm kind of very interested in it. Yeah. And I know I think it's just something um, cool to think about. Mm. But uh, your topic, you go. Um. Well, kind of. Sorry, um, kind of what I was going off earlier, like, sort of similarly, um, like, so there was, you know, the bank Wells Fargo? Yeah. Um, they released a statement. <laughs> um, oh, that's so gross, Yusuf. Um, they released a statement saying digital assets are an innovation on par with the internet, cars, and electricity. And that's like a bank, right? So it's like, it's not really what you'd see very often when it's like mm. digital assets talking of like Web3. When the entire bank's success is based off of, you know, like real estate and yeah, yeah. fiat, like real estate and stuff and not um, anything Web3 based. Mm. 
so yeah, it's a big statement, and I was just going off like the ETH thing, uh, like how the the like testnet moved to POS, and it's just like kind of showing more real world like utility, mm-hmm. um, just in that space, you know. Yeah, I was um. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch this, uh, if you guys watch it, but I, I was watching the Impulsive like yeah. podcast, and they had um, what's it? Shark Tank? Um, Kevin, o- sorry, Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary. Yeah. They had Kevin O'Leary on, and I like, I was like, oh, Kevin O'Leary, you know, pretty big guy. Yeah. And one thing he was kind of talking about was that every all the big banks and stuff, they kind of thought crypto and like Web three space as a whole was a joke. They yeah. kind of thought of it as a joke, but he said um. Uh, he would go to like all these like Web three conventions, like what was it NFT, uh, like New uh, York, New York, and like yeah. all these big conferences, and he would see all the managers of big banks and stuff, and he was just like, "This is like it's very interesting. Like it's a very interesting sign that like yeah. all these big like there's going to be like federal backing of blockchain like technology." And I think like as of now, I feel like we are still too early to like shift shift yeah. to like completely blockchain because like technology is not there and people just don't believe yet and no one really is educated about it also no one really wants like say the australian dollar it's around 70 cents yeah um, like, a, to, like to, to usd to usd right so and i know like there's a lot of arguments against fiat currency anyway mm. but you don't really want like say we use ethereum as like um your like the equivalent of a fiat currency like that's what everyone uses mm. you don't really want your currency fluctuating 15 percent yeah. in a day or like 30 mm. percent over a month yeah you know it's a bit like it, it it's on the like annoyance part of like hyperinflation like mm. it's just as annoying as that uh like say with, with hyperinflation like uh i think it was in poland it was somewhere in africa that happened as well and it's like the money you make today you like you could buy bread with that today mm. and tomorrow it would be worth absolutely nothing like after world war Two and stuff yeah yeah, yeah so that yeah. was in poland after world war Two, and it's just like you don't it wouldn't be like that like that bad mm. but it's like say you've saved up oh yeah i can get a pc now and now it's like no you can't yeah like because it's it's just everything is however much overnight you mm. know i think that there still has to be more federal backing more stability especially mm. because Definitely. like kind of markets going oh like 30 percent up 40% down like every year that is a concern I think there just needs to be more more like trust more yeah. more stability which is kind of uh, like happening mm-hmm. and I think we will slowly start to see that shift but it is um, it's a very interesting sign that we're kind of seeing all these big banks kind of saying like wow like digital like web yeah. 3 is like something like what what web 3 is on par to like real estate and like you know real life no, no, assets no 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 digital assets are an innovation on par with the internet and cars and electricity yeah. so, so that's more than like just it's better know, houses yeah yeah, yeah yeah and so that 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 is a very interesting sign and i think cuz that's that's the thing people people like oh bitcoin is a scam and stuff like whatever it may be but it's like it's the technology that's really important like yeah. fuck fuck if it's like titty coin or like whatever it is like you know dogecoin or whatever it's not it's not about the coin it's about like the technology it represents and i think people can say like oh like we get comments like this people like oh like you bought ethereum like you're gonna lose all your money it's like yeah okay but it's i'm not investing to like to like just profit like after a week it's kind of i'm i'm investing because the technology that's behind this sort of stuff is absolutely insane yeah like like the whole like peer-to-peer lending you know like all this shit like anything like web3 related and even nfts is this crazy like amounts of innovation and i think it's kind of beating 
It's beating the markets. No one's prepared for that. Yeah. And like there there is a lot of, you know, bullshit going around and like airy fairy people of like feeling it's unsafe and stuff. But long term it's like very very interesting. That being said, like on Web3 security, there was uh like 718 million dollars um that was uh like ex- stolen in major exploits. Mm. Um, just in Q2 of 2022. Really? So it was 1.48 billion since um the start of the year. Mm. So and in Q2 that was just that was 48 exploits, and it's like, it's not like you hear of bank robberies where they're stealing, you know, 718 million dollar. Yeah, or double that. Yeah. Like in in bank robberies, like this year, I don't know what it is, but it's probably <laughs> considerably less than a billion dollars. Mm. So it's like that's also another thing. Like there needs to be a lot more security on that platform. Yeah, um, yeah. But and it's just like because you think like not not one person, but you like those robberies would have made a fair few like millionaires. Mm. Like would have set a fair few people for life. Yeah, just from like exploits. And it's like something that it might have taken them a few months to set up. Yeah, and then they never need to work again. Yeah, just like probably something to think about mm. when we're. On the topic of like transferring like to the digital like world, I guess mm. it is. I know this kind of it, it kind of seems like we're kind of um not rambling, but we're kind of <laughs> getting very sidetracked. I mean, uh, that was one of my topics. Oh, oh, well, then, yeah, not not really, but um, no, I think this this kind of happens like as a world. Anytime there's any new piece of technology or anything, everyone is so quick to hate on it. Yeah, but long term, like that technology kind of wins. Like let's yeah. say internet, right? Like, it, it kind of goes around a like lot. Everyone with the internet was like, oh, it's bullshit. Oh, it's a scam. Like, yeah. oh, it's going to fail. And that was, like, that's something that happened. Like, what was it? The um, the whole dot-com bubble. Like, that was, like, lo- lots of people lost their money because there's so much hype and non-love regulation. But I think people are, like, forgetting the technology there. Like, in that, and at that point, it was the internet. Like, oh, there's a dot-com bubble. There's all that. But the technology being the internet, like, the fucking internet is insane and that's kind of the same thing that's kind of happening with blockchain technology i can think of a really good example for this and it's um when uh edison used uh, i can't remember which so um okay so nikola tesla right i can't remember which one it was i oh, think it was DC, alter- it was DC. No, he invented alternating wasn't it no uh so uh thomas edison did ac uh nikola tesla did dc you sure? I'm about ninety-five percent um, sure. I'll just look that up quickly. But anyway, um, I can't look it up because you have no fucking internet on your phone. Um, yeah. So either way, whichever one it was, um, Edison, because he was considerably richer, but that's besides the point. Um, can you look it up? Because I'm talking. Sure. Um, uh, use Nikola Tesla's like uh, version or invention of electricity, like his equivalent of it. Which I think was safer. Yeah. Was it DC? So Nikola Tesla invented AC and um Yeah, so alternating yeah. current. Alright, so alternating current's actually safer than direct current. Um Yeah. And anyway, um Edison used alternating current to electrocute um elephants mm. in public to be like, Oh yeah, this is way more dangerous mm. when it's actually like I think it was elephants. It was like some animal that you don't want to see die. I think so, um, um but yeah sorry like it, it, like exactly like that um basically uh like like very very similar um 
Nicola, fuck, Thomas Edison, uh, he convinced the prison, right? They were they were going to. I'll like, convince them to use yeah. a, like electricity. They they yeah. can they can like they were gonna um kill an inmate, right? You know, death penalty. They convinced the uh like the prison to use AC, and they yeah. said AC is a lot more dangerous. Like it'll kill this guy. Yeah. But one thing that was really fucked because uh Thomas Edison, he was just trying to like dog Nikola Tesla. Like yeah. they didn't really like each other. He was kind of saying like AC is very. He used to work for him. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they were friends, but you know, like whatever. I'm not really a historian. But um, so they they used AC current, right? But one thing they did, they didn't turn up the voltage enough, so it just tortured him. So yeah, like they they were like, oh, AC is so bad. But they just like the guy, he got shocked, and they did. I think for they held it for about like thirty seconds, yeah. and he, in the end, he didn't die. Yeah, and it was it was I think in the time seen as like one of the most inhumane um like death penalty killings. Yeah, because they just put this guy on like the brink of his life. Yeah. Like, just nearly killed him, and, like, all I, just to prove a point. I think it was also because you're meant... I think you're meant to have a wet sponge on your head, mm. and they didn't. It was a dry sponge, yeah. so it just fried him. Yeah. Right? Um, but, yeah. That like, might have been a different story, yeah. but it was... That's, that did happen with an electric chair. Mm. Um, anyway, off the gruesomeness of it. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah. So, there's always stuff like that when there's new technology. Who knows if it'll actually pan out. Yeah. But... There's a good chance it will. I'm yeah. saying like 70, 80%. Mm. Um, and speaking of like Nikola Tesla, like Tesla, like the company, everyone like electric cars and stuff. Yeah. Like when Elon Musk did make Tesla, everyone was saying, oh, like we've already tried yeah. uh, electric cars. It just doesn't work. And I think it was like for the first like five, 10 years, everyone was just kind of like shitting on it. But there, there was that small minority of people. It was like, this is something very valuable and like something like that'll actually work. And like, Look at Tesla now. The first um, electric car was actually made like a hundred years ago, right? Like ages ago. Really? Yeah. So it's not that well known. It was one of the MythBuster episodes, not with the cool MythBusters, with the loser MythBusters. Oh, like the two guys and the girl. Yeah. Oh. Um. But anyway, they made like they they there was an electric car, right? And um, it looked like the old race cars, like the old race cars with the thin wheels, and mm. they're like sitting low down. And everyone else would have been there with like horses, right? Or like a kind of shitty car. Yeah. Either horses like carriages. or carriages. Like, yeah, yeah. Like basically like carriages, right? And then this guy, he won the race like easily. Yeah. All right. But the brakes faded. So he just died. Like he oh. crashed at the end because he couldn't slow down. And then it was kind of the end of that for a while. And when they remade it, the brakes faded again. And the guy, like, he got out of it because it was on a racetrack. So mm. it just slowed down. But it was like still, he got like pretty fast. Um, and yeah. that was like when they still had horses and shit. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the original guy that made it died. Um, and then it was just like, oh, oh yeah, well, never gonna do it again. We should we should fact check that, but was, it is true. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, but um, also quickly, mm. um, electric cars kind of a scam, not really. Like in terms of gas prices, you know, if you have it for a long time and it stays good, then you know it's like financially a decent option. Mm. I think they need to be a bit cheaper, but anyway. Um, but the thing is, lithium mines are still just as shit as having petroleum. Yeah. So it's like, unless everyone had infinite, like, the batteries never wore out, right? Mm. And, like, every person had a set amount of lithium batteries, which <laughs> neither of which are possible, um, only then would it be, like, reasonable to do. And it's not, <laughs> because, like, lithium mines are still bad for the environment. Yeah. Like, just as bad. If not worse, is um like you know the what's it called like oil rigs and mm. petroleum, like 
you know, to obtain that fuel, it's just as bad. Yeah. But it just looks cleaner because mm. you don't need fuel to run the car. Like, that's literally the only difference. Mm. I was watching, um, I, I don't know, I was, I was at work and I was just like, huh, I wonder how <laughs> Tesla, like the battery pack, I was like, I wonder how they work. Yeah. And I kind of want to, like, because um, all of the schematics for the Tesla cars are public. Yeah. Because uh, I think uh, Elon Musk was kind of just like, this is like revolutionary technology. Yeah. It's very selfish of me to like, keep like it. privatize it and like keep it from like for yeah, the yeah. profit of tesla like he said the goal is to you know make a sustainable yeah. world like it's kind of selfish if he just kind of kept on like kept it like the um yeah if he kept the tech to himself so um i was kind of just looking at the schematics and stuff and the tesla battery pack i've i remember hearing about this but it kind of hit me that um a tesla battery pack is basically just a big square filled with like tiny batteries yeah and it's not it's not actually like you know like double a batteries like from yeah, your fucking but kitchen kind of look like but it. it's like truly like uh like because like the tesla battery pack it comes it's in like it's that, strips but yeah yeah it's it, like they come in strips and each like strip of battery packs is just like hundreds of little yeah. <laughs> batteries stacked up and like wired and um wired soldered together, to each yeah. other so to like each other i when you see people like make there's a video somewhere um, of this guy making an electric bike, mm. right? Which is actually a pretty good bike, but um, it like that's what it was. He got like a battery pack and soldered it all together. Yeah, and, like that's literally all it was—just a bunch of little mm. batteries, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, and even for lithium batteries for like remote control cars, they're just—if mm. you look inside it, it's I think they're called D batteries. Um, but they're basically that size, right? And it's just like five of them, literally like vacuum sealed together. Yeah, like that's it. <laughs> mm. It's um, I know that's that's all cool shit. And there probably is a reason why they just don't make like giant batteries. Like they're, yeah, they're probably yeah, they're probably it's like cause, um, like if they'd exploded because it takes too long for like it's to do with I I know what it is. It's to do with like that it's less efficient because the it like it's harder to get the energy out of it. If that makes sense, in the most simple terms, I can explain it. Like it's easier to like charge and like yeah, yeah. drain the it's, battery if yeah. it's like small little. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Like I know there's gonna be some guy that's gonna show me up, but that's like in the most simple terms, that's what it is. Yeah. Like. <laughs> now that was a rant. That was a <laughs> yeah. that was a sidetrack. Um. Uh, hold on. Okay, this is something I want to talk about. It's not really something that like occurred in the market, but um. Something I think is very interesting for people kind of starting out in the space. Mm. Uh, one thing you got to like, this is kind of a skill you kind of learn the, like the more you're in the space, but it's, you just kind of got to learn to filter out all the information and all the shit you hear, mm-hmm. like you, like a funnel. Right. And I think especially in the internet, especially on TikTok and on Instagram, you're flooded with so much information. And if you're in the finance space, most God damn it. Most likely you're actually um like all the content you see is finance related. So I think it's it's a very good skill that you kinda need to work on is this uh sorting out like sorting between all the shit that kind of yeah, you kinda yeah. see. Yeah, for sure. And like not taking everything um not being like, Oh, I've seen that. Because there's a lot of people, sorry to go like to go on to this, but there's so many people that they'll see something for the first time, like something on a topic, right? Say, I don't know, say that, that you see a video that says, oh yeah, powerlifting is better than bodybuilding, right? Mm. We were talking about this last night. But say you see a video on that, um, and then it's like, you're just going to think that. 
like mm. straight away um and it's just you're just like oh yeah and then if someone talks to you about it you'll be like no i think it's better yeah and they'll start arguing just because you've seen this one take on it mm. rather than like actually doing any research yeah and like i i'm guilty of this i'm pretty sure pretty much everyone is mm. um like you hear a belief and you kind of like and that's you, the there's truth. nothing to like oppose it with so yeah. you're just like yeah this is true mm. um Especially if it's like powerlifting is better than bodybuilding because blah, 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 blah. Mm. And there's no arguments for the other side, right? So yeah. it's just like, you know, you just believe it. And then when someone goes to say like, no, bodybuilding is better than power, mm. powerlifting, it's just like, no, 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 it's not. And then you lift those reasons. Yeah. And so you get like really defensive over that. Over and nothing. it's the same with Apple and, Sam- Apple and Samsung Yeah, users. actually, yeah. Um, that like... Apple users will get defensive over it, whereas Samsung users just don't give a fuck. It's just, they're just like, no, it's cheaper. Um, and it's just like better to, like cheaper, the same or better quality. And mm. Apple users are like, no, it's better, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And they'll just be like, like uh, they'll get really angry about it. I'm guilty of that. But yeah, I, I think it's, um, they kind of, they kind of parallel, but it's kind of like, uh, like shiny object syndrome. Yeah. It, that's kind of like, uh, it, it's kind of a made up uh, term. But it's kind of, um, especially when you are studying the space, you'll hear so many, like, so many, like, uh, what are they called? So many big words. It's yeah. like, oh, I feel you should do affiliate marketing. Oh, you should do dropshipping. Oh, you should do crypto or NFTs. And I think kind of if you, if you are starting, probably the most important thing is cutting out everything else and just focusing on, like, one sub-niche. Well, no, I think I disagree 100% right now because... If you look at, like, say you look at, like, the 10 things that you could, like, say, just for instance, like, 10 things you could look at, you just do, like, a little bit of research and see which one's viable for you, and then you hyper-focus on one thing. Because, yeah, yeah. like, you can't just cut everything out without knowing. No, no, of course. You kind of, kind of got to educate. Shit. But, um, like, I, I, I kind of fell into this, uh, like, a year ago or something. It would be, like, I would, I would hear, like, let's say affiliate marketing, I would oh, affiliate marketing, like, oh, passive income, like, whatever it may be. And I get onto it, and I do it for, like, three weeks. Yeah. And when I don't see results, I'm like, oh, I'll switch to the next thing or to the next thing. Yeah. And it's not there's actually anything wrong with what I picked. It's just I haven't dedicated enough time to it. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of my point. Uh, you're going to get, you're gonna get like, flooded with so much bullshit. Yeah. First, you kind of need to edu- educate yourself, say, okay, uh, like, what what do you actually want to, like, go into? And then the most important thing is to just stick to it. Yeah. Like with this podcast, let's say. Like, <laughs> like it was kind of on that, but like we started the podcast, I bought all the equipment. And after like a month or two, I was like, oh, I'm not super popular. Maybe like, maybe we should stop it or maybe we mm. should switch to something else. And I realized, I was like, that's all I've been doing. Yeah. Like all I've been doing is hopping. Like I used to do dropshipping and I've done a bit of affiliate marketing. I've just been hopping between things. I think it's good you stopped dropshipping though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's a whole, um, whole other thing. thing. Yeah. But it was kind of like, I kind of realized like, I'm not going to be successful at all. I'm not going to build anything if I keep hopping between uh, niches or like different avenues of, of wealth. And so that's kind of why like th- we're 17 episodes in yeah. and we're going to keep pumping out these episodes because mm. it's and that like, like, like we're going to keep improving 18th, but huh this is oh 18th. this will be 18th yeah. yeah but um it's yeah uh <laughs> summary uh cut out all the bullshit learn what you need to learn hyper fixate on what you want to work on and even if you don't see growth even if you uh you know feel unmotivated just remind yourself why you're starting 
If you can dream it, you can do it. <laughs> oh, I didn't bring... I. Ah, we didn't get quotes. That was get, my quote. Do you have a quote? Yeah, that was it. Ah, damn. Damn. I Guys, won. always remember, if you can dream it, you can do it. Um, I reckon it's time we wrap this up. It's been a solid 36 minutes and 51 seconds so far. I, I, have, I have one oh, point to make. I reckon we can... We can one more point. Uh, one more point. Fuck you. <clears throat> we haven't... I haven't ever said this online. And I've talked to you about this a while ago. But you disagreed. Be prepared but to cut this. Children are the best investment. And no one can change my mind on that. Children are the top tier investment. Let's, let's break it down, guys. Break it down with me. Think about it. They're long term, right? And there is some risk. Okay, like your kid coming out as a deadbeat. But if you raise them properly and you know how to raise them, your kid can make you... They can pay dividends in the long run. <laughs> and that's... Um, what do you think of that, Cooper? I think, you th- I think you know what I think of that. And you're just, you're just asking for me to argue with you. Argue with me, Cooper. Kids are not a good investment, all right? Not in comparison to anything else. You invest, I think it's around $200,000, right? Mm. Across, like, this is Australian. It doesn't really matter. Um, across their entire childhood until they fuck off, right? <laughs> and <laughs> that's 18 years. Not, not just that you have to make a monetary investment, but you also have to make an emotional investment to make sure that they don't just be like, oh, fuck you when they leave, mm. right? And... It's a lot to even say that they'd give you that much money back, 200000 Sure, they pay you dividends in like emotional visits and stuff, <laughs> but they're also a liability, right? Mm. What if they die? Um, and they're never, no, no child is going to pay their parents back like $200,000. No fucking way, right? Mm. Not no child, but you'd have to be pretty lucky. This is, this is what I think. I think, I think there's a 95% chance. I think there's a 95% chance that your investment doesn't pay off. Right, and you have to be emotionally <laughs> invested as well. It's not worth it. It's high risk, high reward. Think about it. if you it's raise your okay. Reward, if you though. have a kid and you raise them and you know how to raise them and you raise them right, right, and let's say like you teach them to be like a businessman or an entrepreneur, and you teach them all the right things, chances are they're gonna make lots of money and be like, wow, I want to dedicate this to my parents, and then they're gonna fucking retire you. Yeah. Okay. But why would you do that? Okay, at our age, right, we can retire ourselves. Mm. Uh, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, and if I'm and not a wealthy shut up, billionaire. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> All right. It's such high risk that it's not worth it because, like, the chances of them becoming incredibly successful and doing what you want them to do as well, you're like, yeah, I'll raise them to be a businessman. It's like, you can't guarantee they'll do that. Mm. There's a low chance they'll do it, and there's an even lower chance they'll be successful, and there's an even lower chance that they'll be successful enough to retire you and pay off the investment, right? $200,000 accounting for inflation, that means they've got to pay you back like 400 k by the time they're 40, right? It's not, it's not realistic. And it's like, okay, that's just to pay it off. $400,000 when they're 40. Like, no one has that much money, right? Mm. Okay. And then if you want it to be like, oh, yeah, high reward, no. It might, you might get like a 100% gain. They give you 800 k when they're 40, <laughs> right? And what, you're 80 sitting on your deathbed? Mm. No. Well, unless you have kids now, but then you can't raise them properly. <laughs> but can think you? about what if you have like, what if you have six kids? Now yeah, you have what six times four hundred k, and now you're paying one point six million dollars or however much it is one point mm. two. Well, one point four. That is a risk I'm willing to take. Fucking idiot. And I'm gonna 
Honestly, I'm going to have kids and I'm going to raise them well and then they're going to make me lots of money. All right. Fair and enough. then I'm going to be old and rich and sad and then I'm going to die. But yeah, this has been a very... I actually really like this episode. So, um, you want an outro? Um, yeah. So, um, catch you cool cats later. Um, peace out. Low uh, gang. Yeah. We love you, low gang. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, hit the notification bell. People say that, but I don't think you'd hit really that notification care. bell. Um, drop a comment down below if you'd like to see more of this amazing content. Um, yeah, I, th- I reckon that's it. All right. Um, uh, we hope you guys have an amazing day. Yeah. Peace out, home dog, home slice.